0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Trashy Divorces. It's our Wednesday Trashy Breakup edition.
1: I'm Alicia. My name's Stacy.
0: I'm excited about our breakup today. We're going to make a little a little whoopie.
1: <laughs> yes, we are. We are. Uh, we're going to bop back to the go-go 90s when the actors Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg had a pretty hot and heavy little romance there for a minute. It crashed Ted's second marriage and eventually led... To what even contemporary audiences described as a pretty astoundingly racist blackface performance at a 1993 Friars Club roast of Whoopi. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Ted is undoubtedly thrilled that they did not videotape those things back in the day. Maybe they still don't. Not sure. Probably wise. There is no film. There are photos and they are not good.
0: No, they're terrible. (laughs) It was not real hard to pick a picture to use on social media this week and it is not that one.
1: It's hard to believe that I might have to introduce these two, but I guess that is what we do. Everybody knows their name. Ted Danson, born December 29th, 1947. He became a household name in the early 1980s when he was cast as bartender Sam Malone on NBC's Cheers. What can I get you? The show ran 11 seasons. It earned Ted 11 consecutive Emmy nominations and nine Golden Globe nominations. He won two of each. Impressive. Cheers, of course, is one of the best-loved shows in television history. He had been married twice by that time. His first marriage lasted from 1970 to 75. And then in 1977, he married again to producer Casey Coates. Two years later, at the end of 1979, Casey suffered a stroke during childbirth.
0: Oh, God. Which
1: led to a very long, like I think a several-year-long recuperation and recovery process. Oh, that's Um, dramatic. This apparently put significant strain on their marriage as I think a life-threatening health event could. Now, let's meet the multi-talented Whoopi Goldberg, who is one of just 16 entertainers to possess the coveted EGOT. and really? mm-hmm. Huh. So she's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony Award. She was born Karen Elaine Johnson on November 13th, 1955 in Manhattan. She left the city to head to Southern California and then the Bay Area to find her fortune in the 70s. She joined an avant garde theater troupe there and supported herself with odd jobs, including that one time she worked as a mortuary cosmetologist.
0: I really
1: love that fact. Okay.
0: I had no idea.
1: Later, she returned to New York and trained in acting under Uta Hagen. Her breakout stage role was a one woman show originally called The Spook Show, which director Mike Nichols saw in 1983. And Nichols was like, oh my God, this is something special. I am in the presence of something. Amazing. So they got together, not romantically, but they got together and got the show to Broadway, renamed it to her stage name of Whoopi Goldberg. And uh, she is Whoopi Goldberg because apparently she would get kind of gassy on stage and there were some Whoopi cushion jokes made Interesting about that situation. And she's just always felt in her heart that Goldberg is one of her family names, although there is no evidence for that. Okay. Anyhoozle. That stage show would become HBO's Whoopi Goldberg Direct from Broadway in 1985. This opened gigantic doors. Steven Spielberg cast her as the lead in The Color Purple, which earned her an Oscar nomination for Best Actress in a debut performance. She was to, fantastic. Like, unbelievable. So then a bunch of 80s staple films that populated my childhood, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh, it was a good film. Is a Penny Marshall joint, by the way. Ah. Fatal Beauty, plus tons of TV events. Comic Relief was a thing back then. and oh, I'd forgotten about mm, Comic Relief. She and Billy Crystal, and like, it was just, yeah, she was, she was everywhere. She was super successful. In 1990, she won a Best Supporting Actress Oscar for Ghost. You're in danger. Whoopi Goldberg was the second black woman to ever win that award. The first being Hattie McDaniel for Gone with the Wind. Fifty years earlier. Wow! Mm -hmm. And of course, there was sister act.
0: Oh, happy day! Oh my
1: God, Uh, this was not the only film she was in in '92, which kind of gets us up to date for today's trashy breakup. Let's say that in this early '90s period, both Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg were riding quite high. They were friends too. They had met back in 1988. Both were guests on the Arsenio Hall show, and they hit it off. They really liked each other. Okay, great. Cool. 1992, they are both cast in a comedy called Made in America. I don't think I ever saw that. I have a feeling this was not a great movie. Anyway, they were in it together. One thing led to another. Okay, so though Ted was still married to his second wife, Whoopi was twice divorced by that point. And while they did try to keep things, their onset romance, under wraps, tabloids are going to tabloid.
0: Yeah, they tend to.
1: Casey... Ted's wife of 16 years swiftly filed for divorce when she learned of the affair. Makes sense. This was an ordeal that would cost Ted Danson $30 million. It's one of the most expensive celebrity divorces on record. That's a lot of smackaroos right there. It really is. I mean, Mm that's what a successful 11-year TV career. I don't know. Probably, but if you're providing medical care for your spouse, that makes sense. It does. It does. All right, so uh, once the cat was out of the bag... Ted and Whoopi were free to be seen out in public together. Marriage rumors swirled. They were actually very photogenic together when uh, outside of this Friars Club thing. Then, in October 1993, about a year and a half into their romance, this was the infamous roast of Whoopi Goldberg at the Friars Club in New York City. Okay, this is an excellent time to squeeze in a little break, hear from a sponsor, and when we come back, we're going to talk about that Friars Club scandal.
0: Oh my. Hold on to your somethings let's be honest
1: whether you're back in
0: the office or still in your sweatpants working from home life's day-to-day responsibilities lack the fun we all want and deserve
1: if you're looking for a sign to use some of that hard-earned pto and have some much-needed fun look no further funjet vacations is a one-stop shop for all your vacation needs And as leaders in the industry, FunJet Vacations gives you a fast, easy, and fun way to build and book your next vacation with exclusive package deals to all-inclusive resorts in Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean.
0: For a limited time, our listeners can use promo code FUNJET75, FUNJET75, for $75 off your next FunJet vacation at Ryu
1: Hotels and Resorts. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly resort or an adults-only getaway, there's a Ryu Hotel and Resort for you. To get started, just go to funjet.com or contact your travel advisor and you'll be out of office in no time.
0: Offer is only valid at funjet.com when booked by October 15th for travel through December 2021. Restrictions apply. You've heard of turn on, tune in, and drop out. Probably not like this. Enter Dipsy an audio app full of short, sexy stories where you can get lost in a world where your pleasure gets top billing. So much of what passes for erotica in the world are products for women's bodies. Dipsy knows that a woman's arousal starts in our brains.
1: Dipsy is a beautifully designed app where you'll find hundreds of well-crafted erotic stories for every taste, including queer and non-binary focused tales. Dipsy's stories are fully soundscaped and immersive, so you feel like you're right there in the thick of things, which is kind of the dream, right? Since you're already a podcast listener,
0: there's no learning curve. Just download the app, create your account, and explore everything from sensual bedtime stories to wellness sessions to soundscapes that can help you relax and drift off to sleep. Dipsy will ask what type of stories you're looking for, how steamy you want them to be, and let you choose some scenario prompts, and the rest is between you and your headphones.
1: Whether you're single or have been together for years, Dipsy is the perfect way to add some spice to your life and maybe help you find some new grooves, too. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is
0: offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com trashy.
1: That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, dipsystories.com trashy, dipsystories.com trashy. Hey Trash Pandas, when you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island, from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. The headline is that Ted Danson, in a tux and blackface, roasted his girlfriend. Well, here's Ruth Graham remembering this event in Slate in 2019 after Virginia's political establishment nearly imploded over blackface allegations against the governor there. So this is Graham. He used the N-word more than a dozen times in his body routine, Mm. talked in explicit detail about their sex life, joked about having her clean his parents' house. Nope. And ended the set by eating from a tray of watermelon. No! Before the performance, a reporter had asked him to preview his performance, which he had been told was closed to the press. Danson joked, My career would end. Really, really close to that, my friend. Ruth Graham continues, It almost did. Danson bombed, first in the room and then outside, as word spread about the disastrous performance. Critic Roger Ebert was there and reported that each joke drew successively fewer laughs. From the audience of some 3,000 people at the New York Hilton, attendees including Halle Berry, Vanessa Williams, RuPaul, and Mr. T sat stone-faced in the crowd. Talk show host Montel Williams stormed off the stage and later announced by Telegram that he was resigning from the club. New York Holy shit. New York Mayor David Dinkins, who also attended, issued a statement calling the jokes way, way over the line. It was a mess. The uproar was front-paged on the tabloids. It caused the Friars Club to issue an apology. There were a lot of statements that were made at the time. So it said, while raucous and x-rated humor are usually the tradition of these annual events, they are never intended to ridicule or disparage any segment of our society. In a time when we are all concerned about healing and not dividing the races, we at the New York Friars Club apologize to Mayor Dinkins, Montel Williams, and all others who were discomforted and offended by the racial remarks. Good statement. So many statements. David Dinkins, New York mayor, had more to say. I was embarrassed for Whoopi and the audience and felt a tremendous sense of relief when it was over. Notwithstanding the importance of the Friars Club in the field of entertainment and in New York City, Today is not a day any of its members is likely to recall fondly. It was a, it was bad. It was real bad. I mean, I thought John Mayer was going to win for
0: his in front of an audience gaffe. But I am curious when you are a professional and you're in front of a room and you are not just bombing, you're careening to the ground as fast as you can, that you don't find a way to adapt that routine very quickly to... Put
1: yourself into recovery. Yeah, Ro- on stage, Roger Ebert, in writing about this at the time, like I mean that he's a critic, right? And that is his main criticism is that like as the jokes bombed, like it it threw Danson is basically what his like he and he just couldn't recover and he just sort of spiraled down and crashed. Whoopi was wow. ferocious in standing by her man lashing out at the audience later in the roast by saying this is a real thing that whoopi goldberg once said to an audience oh god it takes a lot of courage to come out in blackface in front of three thousand. what did you know so at one point in the routine um apparently ted sort of was trying to joke like she dared me to do this which it sounds like actually is kind of what happened anyway Whoopi also had a statement for the press. It said, For 89 years, the Friars Club has made a habit of making these roasts the most tasteless, the most vulgar, and the most outrageous events in many a comic's life. Sexual jokes of the basest kind and ethnic jokes, while mostly Jewish-oriented, have been the fair. Why anyone would take offense to Ted's roasting me in the tradition of the Friars Club is beyond me. She also noted that she herself had written much of the act... And that it was meant to satire the attitudes that they encountered as an interracial couple. Whoopi expressly said that she thought the media had mishandled the story, which, I mean, sure, I maybe. Whoa. So the other thing to keep in mind is that in October 1993, we were just a little over a year out of the 1992 Los Angeles riots. Oh. And then, get this, I had kind of forgotten the details here. The 1992 Los Angeles riots erupted when four white police officers were acquitted on charges relating, <laughs> related to the videotaped beating of a black motorist. So at least nothing is new. Okay, um, in any case, if this Friars Club set could have become a moment for a nation to reflect, it actually did not end up going that way. Instead, the entire thing got swallowed up into the ongoing culture war about political correctness. Whoopi was like, I've never been politically correct. That's not what I do. I'm a comedian. Bill Maher, who was a smug (laughs) dirtbag even back in 1993, defended Ted Danson and the routine in a segment on his show, Politically Incorrect, sardonically telling viewers, I'm only going to quote some of this, you get the flavor. I, for one, can certainly sympathize with those who felt this was a dark day for race relations coming after so many have slaved to make this a more tolerant nation. A nation no longer spooked by the specter of mass segregation. Anyway, he's just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ted and Whoopi did a one-hour sit-down for BET in which they expressed their bewilderment over this whole thing. But for the most part, Ted kind of just kept his head down and hoped it would blow over, which it did. Still, within a month or so, he and Whoopi were no more. Yeah, what, what happened with the breakup? It is a breakup that Whoopi apparently still grieves a bit. There are. I've seen press reports that say that Ted was pressured by his parents to end the relationship, which seems like you're a grown up and you just gave thirty million dollars to your ex. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know what his family dynamics are, but I don't know if his parents have that kind of sway. I think what could have happened is people in the Ted Danson business, his managers, his agents, his those people. May have just been like, oh, my God, Ted, this was like a near-death experience for your career. Like, you need to figure out what's going to happen next. Cut and
0: go. That's got to hurt. I'm sorry, Whoopi.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Whoopi has talked about the split a little bit, saying it was really painful and it was very public. And the loss of his friendship hurts a great deal. We can never go and have a soda anywhere. I'm friends with almost every man I've gone out with except this man. Wow. Wow. So the Friars Club roast brouhaha slash scandal is largely forgotten today, I'm sure to Ted Danson's great relief. Terry Gross asked him about it in a 2009 episode of Fresh Air, and he described it as, quote, a graceless moment in my life, which is... fair. Appropriately reflective, perhaps. Ted, of course, went on to marry actress Mary Steenburgen, who was his co-star in 1994's Pontiac Moon in 1995, and they've been together ever since. Yeah, really... Solid couple. Yeah, they share, like they share four kids from prior relationships. Like, yeah. Uh, Whoopi went on to marry the following year as well, but that marriage lasted, like, another year. And she has been happily single ever since and arguing with Meghan McCain, daughter of John McCain, on The View. For- well,
0: would she do that if she knew that Meghan McCain was John McCain's daughter? I
1: don't know if she knows.
0: Somebody should tell her.
1: <laughs> that is the trashy thing that happened. Well, Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg went out together for a while.
0: That was a singular moment in time, wasn't it? I'd forgotten all about that. 1993 really was an unusual time before we hit this other weird unusual time.
1: I mean, just the research in this, like the willingness of major newspapers, the Washington Post, the New York Times, to print the N-word, I was, it's really, it's, I just don't know that editors would make that choice today don't know
0: there's a lot to unpack from that story <laughs> thanks stacy yeah you're welcome any trash cans on that oh my god if we got them they're all filled with whoopee cushions
1: yeah like a friars club full of three thousand trash cans for te- for ted filled with whoopee
0: cushions <laughs> okay there you go there you go
1: and that's how
0: we do it here at trashy breakups and trashy divorces y'all i think that's it for us Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to be back on Sunday with a Broadway-themed Trashy Divorces spectacular. We're really excited about that. We can't wait to see you back then. There's singing. There's dancing. (laughs) Thanks for spending your time with us. Until we talk again, keep those hands clean. Keep your hearts trashy. Big love, y'all. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com.
1: If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash Trashy Divorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch Shop and
0: Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash Trashy Gear.
1: Want to advertise with us? Reach out to